You're listening to Front Porch Theology, a podcast of New Heights Church. We laugh, we argue, we carry on. So welcome to our front porch. Have a seat and let's get into it. The biggest gift would be for me and the car attached would say thank you for being a friend. Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. I'm Heather, your host, and I'm here with... The Jeremy, Golden, the Golden oh, Girls. Oh, yeah, there it is, the Golden Boys. <laughs> oh my word! That sounds. Uh, it's me, Will. And then it's Jeremy. Hey, I'm here with two idiots. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. You're not gonna cover your mouth. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, well, you're, just gonna... cover your nose. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I can't cover talk. your eyes. I feel. <laughs> I'm not big Jeremy. All right, so just for those who can't see, she decided to wear a mask <laughs> and she's wearing it over her mouth, and then realized, no, oh, you can't hear me. If I'm covering my mouth when so, I speak. Uh, you had the Rona. I'm recovering once again from COVID. This is my third round. And oh. with each round, my lungs get worse and I have severe coughing. Yeah. And I already have asthma. So I'm going to wear this under As my ch- chin <laughs> so that when I start coughing, I won't get spit particles all over the microphone. Oh, okay. okay. Because it's possible that one of you may get my microphone. Well, I'm truly sorry that <laughs> you feel bad. Um However, you've had COVID more than anyone I know. Yeah, it's true. COVID, like COVID's goal. I think I am cold. To go after Heather Coop. I think but. I. Heather who? Coop. <laughs> I was just Heather COVID. <laughs> Heather COVID. Uh, and I was going to say I am COVID. So see that there you yeah. go, Heather. Um. So how? You know, I feel like I haven't seen you all. We've yeah. on, we've been on a little bit In of hiatus from the front porch. Yeah. It's good to be back. Mostly. Yeah. Mainly. Yeah. I feel old today. I'm cold. cold too. My joints hurt. I know. I, it's true. It's actually like 65 degrees outside it's right been now. A, I know. Um, that's what I'm saying. I feel old. It's been a dreary Do you week have COVID? Though. No, I don't think so. I mean, I probably do Which now. one of you gave me COVID? Oh, he did, definitely. <laughs> probably me. I mean... He is a I've super spreader. Ag- I have accepted the fact that everyone's going to blame me for whatever sickness they get. Even if so, it's not a contagious sickness. It's so my fault. Somehow. I blamed you or Eddie. Because, well, um, you know, we naturally. hung out with you I'm a all. Good scapegoat. We hung out with the two of you Etic, more on Sunday, and then my husband Etic's fell a ill. a refugee from Ukraine. Don't don't put that on him. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. You don't have time for that. Yeah. Blame me. I'll take the fall. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so you were getting ready to ask Will a question a few yeah, minutes ago. That's right. I want to ask a Will. Is it podcast appropriate? Yeah, of course it is. It doesn't matter. Um, so, would you accept um, a large quantity of money a, a salary yes okay um to to read sultry steamy love smut, novels smut books yes yeah, yeah i don't know that you would call it love some of it's yeah not love not love in the sweet sense if you know what i'm saying no, this is um, yeah lust <laughs> books um Lo- yeah my so, favorite con <laughs> <laughs> so would you would you read smut books like audible Smut books. You would be the reader. But yeah, you would be the reader for them both, both male and female. So voices. in this, so in this <laughs> hypothetical world, I'm assuming, I'm assuming my like redneck accent's would, a little bit less. I would pay money. <laughs> I would actually pay money to hear you read the male and the female voice uh, for for a smut book. Yeah, <laughs> that's usually not how books go though. No. Well, a some, lot of some do. do. Yeah. Well, some books do. Some some have like one chapter is the woman and the second chapter is the man. I've had a lot. Of, I've heard a lot of audible books where the male does the female voice and and the woman does the male voice. I feel like that's actually yeah. more standard. It's like one narrator and they just yeah. kind of like it's not like all they're out multiple fake voice just yeah. a little bit higher and like these go like viral. <laughs> 
So what was your answer? Yes yeah. or no? I'm going I'm to go with no. Okay, for it's a hundred thousand dollars though. No, two hundred thousand. Do no, <laughs> don't, don't, don't just because eventually I'll say yes. <laughs> okay, three hundred thousand dollars. Final offer: a year to read a handful of smut novels. No, I don't think so. Like if they're if they're like you are willing to to litter the church with Reebok and Nike yeah, and the Adidas. Is, the problem is it would be like it would be creating lust, not not toward me. It, but like it'd be like it's like aud- it's like audible pornography kind of yeah okay yeah, well I, here's I the thing though it. okay here so i love smut books uh <laughs> okay like my goal last year was to read 34 books yeah. all of them smutty <clears throat> i got through five i probably read over 300 smutty books on my kindle unlimited um well i'm, I'm not sorry. i'm not gonna judge so you. here's the thing <laughs> It does cause lust, but it causes me have to lust toward my husband, not other okay, people. Well, so yeah, well, you're encouraging no, people to have healthy, yeah, love making within the home, and you're not willing to do that for three hundred thousand. You're selfish. No, no, you are a selfish man. I, I think it can be used in, in a weird, wrong way. Everything too. can. Everything can yeah, be. Yeah, uh, uh, oh, they shouldn't drink alcohol. They shouldn't smoke cigars. It can be no. held in an unhealthy this way. This podcast, people are going to uh-huh. use it against us in an unhealthy Planes way. Oh, I know people be are used as a weapon against us. Planes are bad. No. What now? I'm just going <laughs> crazy. He's just, he's just naming inanimate <laughs> objects that can be used in bad ways. I'm just taking your your logic. No. Okay, so you know, obviously, our listeners can't see us, but I think it's just wise if I, I'll just not do that. You just remove I'll just yourself not pursue from that it. line of work, and well, then I won't have to walk this ethical tightrope that you're trying to put me on. Okay. That's one of his tape lines. One of his boundaries. Yeah, that's a boundary for me. He doesn't want to cause himself to lust. Interesting. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I well, I, I kind of don't respect it, but you, you don't have to. Con- uh, you true. continue not being the speaker on Audible smut books, and I'll continue reading them. You on can have my word Kindle that I will not be doing that. Okay, deal. All right. Well, I'm just curious because because so you would would I've been trying to I've been filling in applications. <laughs> That's great. All right. Well, anyways, thanks for listening Let me know if you ever. I don't, I don't listen to Audible Smut Smutty books. Putty is a publishing company that I've been trying oh to gosh. get on with. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that's great. I that was, was a that was buddy. good. That's you know that that's really good for the first time we've been together in a long time. Yeah, I appreciate it. I feel like you've really been saving up some good lines. So for the <sighs> our listeners, um, you obviously cannot sense the. Uh, the tension in the room with us right now yeah. since uh since we were last here <clears throat> together will and jeremy and baker and i have uh become no longer friends um why this I is was, news to all of us I, was, I, I literally don't know what you're talking about i was about. betrayed and lied to so for I do our, remember now for our, listen, for our listeners in Nebraska and Arkansas and Timbuktu and Iowa and Iowa, Stephane, oh, whoa, whoa. Iowa. where's Dubai? that one? Dubai, Dubai? Yeah, for Dubai. our listeners in all the different areas um, who don't yeah. attend our church, which is most of you, um, I was betrayed at our our Christmas party and lied to and um, well, that's a hard that's a harsh way to put it. No one lied. It we didn't way. say what we weren't going to do with. So here's what we did. Yeah. We had a we had a Christmas party a that, we, that we do every year to appreciate mm-hmm. our members and volunteers at our church, and we we insinuated that we were going to play a game show that was The Price Is Right. 
insinuated maybe a, we told everyone we were going to play. Yeah, yeah. Right. And <laughs> Heather may have been selected to, to be a contestant on that game show. That's true. And the grand prize was an iPad uh-huh. that never actually existed. No, it didn't. Um, but we set it up as it was a heist, like a mystery game where you have to solve who stole the iPad because our game oh. show prize was missing and because Heather was... Uh, on stage, she became a uh, suspect. I was set up. I was an easy target. There was a lot of evidence against you, because... too. There was a lot of recordings. Uh, <laughs> very incriminating recordings that we had. I was set up. I was told that we were going to take new pictures for the new year for the podcast. I didn't tell you that. Who told you I that? Was told, <gasps> oh, Baker. I was told we were going to have a new um, intro music you. and everything. Um, like he really went into it. So yeah, it I took I took my mugshot and didn't even know it. Yep, that's true. Yep, you did. And yeah. Yeah. Jeremy really goaded me fault. into oh, yeah. threatening to steal an iPad for him because <laughs> we were friends and I would do anything for him because that's what you do for your friends. Maybe the best part about it is how easy, how easily the church bought it. They were like, "Yeah, Heather hey, definitely stole so this." So in the game, at the end it's of the right night, within her character, people were having to turn in who they thought did it yeah i was surprised how many people was it was heather cuck like yeah. that <laughs> no, i was involved. not surprised at all everybody thought it was heather so. wait, wait to their defense there was a couple we'll just say a bonnie and clyde um that were going around and stealing supplies and chips from other people it was our table, our whole table was in on it, except for Buford. He was innocent in the whole thing. <laughs> Buford's um, innocent. No, let me tell you. So, Buf- I'm certain Buford doesn't listen to the podcast, so I will. A lot of people don't he know wants who to, he is. Don't know let, me, let me tell you what he said to me at the end. He said, Heather, I knew all along it wasn't you. You're not that heavy, and you don't have white shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, I. There was video footage of someone's. <laughs> coming in i was like thank you Buford. Oh, that's, that's the awesome. best thing so um yeah we're no longer friends so i'm sure Buford that also said hunter biden did it <laughs> he, <laughs> he did yeah hunter biden he did so um so we are no longer friends well that's okay we can be podcast friends right <laughs> no we're not gonna be work friends because i don't get paid to come here that's true that's you how you identify what work is so i don't get paid here i don't get appreciated here like some people do in their jobs well listen or I, their friendships i appreciate you i think mm-hmm. the way we appreciate you is involving you in these things because we're like you know what we care about her. she she loves being a part of this of course she does did you yeah. all get your christmas gifts from me <laughs> i mean i got my hoodie back which i appreciate is that what you're referencing <laughs> No, I bought you all gift cards. Oh, I should have. I should have taken pictures. You I got it? you a Taco Bell gift card. I oh yes, you yes, a yes. I didn't get a Qdo- gift card. Qdoba <laughs> gift card. Yeah. And I bought Baker a Starbucks. gift card. Oh, you card. gave it away to somebody or something. I gifted I myself with your gift. Oh, <laughs> well, I hope. Ate your lunch. The day, you the day after Qdoba. you all betrayed me, I went on this big. <laughs> I'm going to eat all this food with these gift cards I can buy, you and gave I'm going to. Uh, so for like the next tract. three days. That's what I got. For the next three days, I had the poops because I drank so much pop, pop and I had so much, or coffee, yeah. and I had so much Mexican yeah. food. We believed in karma. That's what <clears> you <throat> call that. That's what I got. Okay, so we're going to do a mailbag. It's a mailbag day. Um, mailbag. And uh, hopefully you guys listen to um, to some of our elders and our pastors um, in the uh, episode they recorded last week when they were on their little retreat. Um 
I'm not sure what it was about because I didn't listen to it because I don't even like them right now. Had their own podcast without um, me. <laughs> I was so sick I didn't care. I couldn't even be mad about it. Um, we we have had several people send in questions. Um, some about documentaries that we'll maybe maybe we'll do maybe we nineteen forty six. I will watch it and I will record yeah, a solo podcast. Us, someone asked us to watch nineteen forty six, which okay. I've never heard of. Yeah. So maybe that's something we can do and. Yeah. Later on, um, we'll, one was we'll about the names of Jesus, and we'll definitely um, all do that one too. Names um, of Jesus. Yeah, there was a video that somebody wanted yeah, us we're to watch and respond yeah, to. Yeah, I watched that. We're gonna so, talk about that today or no? No, we're not talking about that today. No, because oh, Jeremy okay. hasn't had a chance to watch it because he didn't even know it, it existed. I, I get the premise though. We can like, talk about it. It's only like two minutes long. Yeah, mm. I get it. Okay, I so, can impersonate the guy. No, please don't. Oh, okay. He said a lot of cuss words. <laughs> he did. We don't want people to stop listening to our, pog- our pure family-friendly podcast because of your language of course so here's one of the questions that were submitted say a family say a family were members of a church for a while and then they left because of an issue but haven't been back to any church nor sought out a new church to attend in a few years in your opinion do you think they were truly saved to begin with since there's no urgency to attend a worshiping body of believers or do you think the christian has just become lazy in their obedience to god's call into worship the latter that would be my presumption. I'm not saying that they definitely. I mean, I so I I, I know what you're going to say, which is no, you don't. I do. We they were a member here, so we assumed when they made them a member that they believed in the Lord. Yeah. Now I think an evidence. There so is an evidence. Is this question of, talking about people in our church or just any church? Well, he said, I think. No, it says uh, say a family were members of a church. Oh, uh, okay. So I l- listen. I love New Heights. It's my favorite church. Um, but at New Heights, I, I really feel like we try to take membership seriously and we guard the gate and like we, we interview and hear every person who's going to join our church. We hear their testimony. Like we have some level of confidence that they understand the gospel and truly believe it and love Jesus. Um, now if we're just talking about a hypothetical church and a hypothetical family that there are some churches, it's like, you want to be a member. All you do is like raise your hand or some churches consider anyone who's like continually coming a member. So like if it's just like a really low bar of membership, then I think the first option can definitely be a reality that they were never actually born again and they were just belonging to the club or whatever. But, um, if they're members at new heights, I think it's all, it's also of course possible that people aren't really born again and they they you know they say the right things in the membership process at our church but i I would tend to if they're members of our church i would tend to have a little more confidence that they're actually believers they understand the gospel they've repented um but they're they're just kind of living in laziness and not being a part of the community of god yeah so so i think there is some truth that there are some deep concerns how long can a christian stay out of the out, out of the community of believers um, I think a sign of believers isn't that they were not, they're never going to struggle with that, but that if they just, if they are out of it and there's no concern and they never return. I, I think, I think I'd be concerned about someone's salvation at, at that point. Um, and you can't see into the future, so you can't right. see how they end their life. Right. So it's hard to make a judgment in the present. Are they actually a believer or not? Because they might they might come back into the fold next month. And, and even in my statement, I'm not saying that they are or not. It's a sign of not being redeemed. But but let me say, I, I let me give some compassion to the to the families that do struggle. I don't think it's always laziness. 
Um, I know it's not always laziness. We've met people who it has to do with um, there's a lot of family, and this is hard. I can't imagine this, and I've really my heart breaks for people in this situation. It creates deep marital strife mm-hmm. to go to church. Yeah. yeah. Um, and or parental strife. I've seen yeah. that too. Like mm-hmm. like um, yeah. I've seen I've seen families where maybe maybe they have a child with special needs, or they just have yeah. a, a child that's really rowdy and yeah. and maybe one parent says let's just let's just not do church for a couple it's years until just, until yeah. our we'll watch let them grow out of right it. we'll watch online our child yeah. will mature and then we'll go back um or you know or, or maybe both of them feel that way or whatever those are those are tricky situations i think the answer is be with god's people even like the, the effort is worth it right um but i i definitely want to be sympathetic to some of those weird circumstances that are r- truly trying times where um where Spouses, uh, particularly, or people who who um, who are family, might really actually be conflicted in how to how to deal with that. Yeah, we, we we've seen that, and I think, and I, I I've I've never been married to someone who was like, if you know that going to church is going to create friction at home and break my family apart. You know, yeah. um, so though I think the effort is worth it. Um, it's one of those things where, I, you know, it's not always laziness. It's also, um, you know, I think church hurt can be a reason why people fall out for uh-huh, a while. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I think I think I think a lot of times too, like just thinking about my background with church, like this is where people like to throw that term backslid mm-hmm. into the mix, um, and <clears throat> when really like, you know, when I first became a Christian. <clears throat> As a child, I became a believer, but it wasn't until I was a teenager yeah. that I truly knew and understood what it meant to follow after Jesus. And I think a lot of times, even as adults, when we come, you know, when we when we come to church and we, you know, we get saved and we're baptized, like I think I think just like um, as we are growing up as a child, like we have that same relationship spiritually, and so you kind of wander away from it. But then, like because you don't know what it is, like mm-hmm. church is a a lot of times people think church is a good, wonderful thing and they'll go through trials and stuff, but they right. haven't truly understood what it means to have a relationship with Jesus and to follow after him and stuff. So, I mean, I thought this was, I thought that was a very good question. Um, yeah. And it's one that you can't, I mean, not to just duck out of answering the question, but it's a question that really can't be answered. And I think Jesus gets at it when he says that, that we're not supposed to judge. And and I've said this on this podcast and sermons. Like I really believe Jesus is telling us not to judge people's hearts. We judge their actions. The Bible calls us to judge their actions, and it is good and right for Christians to say, "You should be in church. You should be a part of a local church." Um, that's that's not up for debate. I mean, it's yeah. clear in, in Scripture. Um, so you can judge the action of of not being a part of the church as sinful, and it is. Um, but I think it's a lot harder to judge someone's heart and say, Absolutely. well, they're not Christians. There's no way they can be Christians. Or or to say they definitely are Christians because they once were in the church. I, I, yeah. It's just hard to land on one side or the other definitively. Yeah. I mean, it, it could even be bad doctrine that sends people to, um, to 100%. Not be, yeah. yeah. I, I think we've seen that too. But I think, I think the response is the same, whether they're believers or not. Um, you you let the Holy Spirit sort that out, and and John's perspective in Scripture is kind of um, perseverance, right? Like yeah. if they persevere and and they, you know, if they're Christians, they will come back, right? And if they're not Christians, they won't. And and so like we can't see into the future whether they will come back or not, but that's that's you know in eternity, that's kind of 
the fruit that bears witness to whether they were truly believers or not. Um, but I think for us as humans, on the human side of things in this life, I think our call is clearly to call them back into the family of God. And like for New Heights, a lot of times we'll do calls with people that aren't coming to church or not, not at our church, but used to be at our church. And it's like we actually put a lot of effort into getting them to another church. Mm-hmm. If it's if you're mad at this church or you don't agree or believe in this church the same way you used to or whatever, okay, find another denomination or find like yeah. go go somewhere. Like you still the the call to be a part of a local church still exists for you as a Christian. Right. <clears throat> Good answer. Thanks. Answers. <clears throat> okay, so our next Thanks, question. Thanks, friend. <clears throat> <clears throat> our next question. Um, should you put your children before your marriage or your marriage before your children? So I feel like there needs to be some uh, – I don't like the way the question's formed because I don't think the – it's it's those are the options. I, actually, I, don't, I, I think that there's a – I think there's different there's different priorities and there's different times things take priorities. I tend to think that you can't be a good parent if you're horrible. And, and I, I let me explain this. You can't be a good a great parent if you're not a good spouse. Right. Um. And I know people will say, "Wait a minute, my <clears throat> spouse is a good spouse, or excuse me, is a good parent, but a bad spouse." They're teaching their children something very bad. They're right. Part of a part of the parental aspect is not just keeping them alive, but it's training them to be good adults. And part of that is being good spouses. And uh, I think setting the, I, I think that, I think that's why Paul mentions it first. He goes, he goes from the house to kids, than to work, and I think he goes in that order for that reason um, in Ephesians. Uh, but but I, I tend, I do think that uh, one does the other. But as far as which, I think you love them differently. So, yeah. So for me, this was like. Uh, as a woman, I was trying to think, what what is my answer to that? I cannot, like, I can't clearly put into, this This question isn't a problem for me. Yeah, right, um, right. I I'll, thought it would be, actually, when before we had kids, mm-hmm. but I can get to that. Yeah, so um, my relationship with Jason is totally different than yeah. the race, relationship I have with Benjamin as his mother. Um, I love them both probably equal. But in totally different ways. Totally different ways. Completely. Um, if we were on a boat and that boat starts to go down like the Titanic. I would save my children. My husband would expect me. As, yes. In our minds, our, our same <laughs> yes. goal is to save Benjamin, if save I our children. Right. If I didn't that, save my like, children, We she both would be... know that without it being said. Absolutely. So is that... Put... Oh, I'd let my kids go down. I'd save my wife. <laughs> well, you've got like five or ten. I mean, I know, how could you save them all? I know. There's too many of them all? to hold. Yeah. I'd just be like, I can get my wife. <laughs> I mean, I'll get you, and then we both get a couple. And, yeah, we'll do the know. best we can together. Yeah. You so, know, see how many we can fit on the door, you know, or whatever, like Rose. So for me, this question wasn't an issue, but I do know couples where this can be an issue, and I think that it's because um, their views of relationships, whether it be with their children or with their spouse, is skewed, and they haven't had a healthy example of what it is to be a spouse or what it is to be a parent. So there's a, there's a there's kind of an mm-hmm. idea that's that's pretty prominent that we prioritize our life in, in a mm-hmm. proper way to honor God. God, of course, is right. number one. Then spouse. spouse then children. Yeah. Then let's say work. 
slash friends are down there somewhere, right? Yeah. And you kind of build this. Unless they're work friends, then they, then well, that means the work list. friends to you are elevated, but that's, that's right. a whole different conversation. That's right, yes. <laughs> that's another episode. Well, we also determined he didn't have friends. That's remember, true, so. that's true. Yeah. He only has work However, friends. However, like, when you, when you look at your life that way, it, it really just puts God as, like, the top tier and not, and not the gospel central in every area of your life. And, um, and, and I think... I think it's probably unhelpful to think of our lives in these terms um, as linear. And so I think I think so a better perspective... How do you feel about the umbrella? Is that what you were going to say? I don't know. I don't know. So no, like I the wasn't. tier, you got them in order. Yeah, it's like a but tower. But the top of your umbrella is God. Yeah. And then your umbrella... Everything's kind of equal equal's under equal. the umbrella. Yeah. I could so get down I like that, the I tree. There's a, there's <laughs> there's a top a yeah. of the tree, and then it comes out like this, like branches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm saying like a willow tree. Like a willow tree. Yeah. It's a really it's, good example. It looks like an umbrella. The branches aren't equal. Oh, There's different, like well, you have you know cousins lens. and things. But I think I think you people you love less. Yeah, I think you can't really like <laughs> you can't always prioritize everything under the tree or the umbrella right. in the same way. So so if if I prioritize my wife, um, that's right and good. But she that doesn't mean I I say no to everything else. Right. And that Absolutely. doesn't mean when I say yes to something else that I'm not loving my wife mm-hmm. well. But, and so, so you balance those things, and you infuse the gospel into every area of your life. And so, um, yeah, being a good husband means I tell my kids no sometimes because yeah. I need time with your mom. Yeah. And sometimes being being a good uh, dad is telling my wife we got to do something with the kids, right, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and, and prioritizing your your wife or, or husband uh, sometimes means that you do something with your children too. Because I, I think if absolutely if, if I said to my if I said to Julie, but something that's really important of me, you want me to do as your husband, it would number one at the top of the list. Uh, it, it would be, it would no doubt have something to do with the kids. Be a good dad. Yeah, yeah right. So that's something. It, you know, I I think that I love Jason more w- because he is such a good dad. Mm-hmm. If he would. Oh, I can't say that word. If he was not a good dad, yeah. like it, that would cause a that would cause a rift sure. in our relationship sure. because of how yeah. much I love Benjamin. Which so, it does in a lot mm-hmm. of issues in where there's marital counseling needed. That's why it causes yeah. it, right? Because bad parenting causes issues because there is nothing. Kids, whether we like it or not, are extensions of ourselves, especially for the mom. They grew them inside of them and birthed yeah. them. So, like, you know, it's hard to, if someone's mean to my child, naturally, I whether it's spouse or not, yeah right i it's personal so yeah. you can't separate the two but I, ha- I think a more common issue that comes up in marriages is we overemphasize a relationship with our kids to the point that we'll never take focus off of them That's for true. one another yeah um, I, th- I think i'll the- never like we'll never go like I've, I've done lots of marital counseling where the couples are never having a date night never yeah. having time alone because yeah. they don't trust anyone else with their kids or they, yeah. they and, and that's not healthy either yeah and so i think i think you do have to um you do have to have some distance away from your kids sometimes it's called melatonin gummies and then you have plenty enough time in the evening <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure i'm just kidding I'm, amen yeah, yeah. um no you know benjamin and i actually had this conversation this morning um he was watching a youtube video and he's like you and dad would and it was like this family and the mom and dad went on a uh like a anniversary trip he's like you and dad wouldn't go on vacation without me would you and i was like yeah we actually have before yeah you just didn't know, <laughs> where you just know it. <laughs> and he's like well you wouldn't stay gone long would you? and i'm like listen it's really important for mom and dad to always be working on our marriage and right. always be spending time together because you know we're 
our relationship is meant to be until I kill your dad. And, um, <laughs> That's and, good that you talked to him about that. Yeah, not I mean, about killing his dad. And he's but like, about, he's like, you know, mama'll keep me, mama'll watch me. Right? I mean, yeah, you'll be fine. Somebody'll watch you or keep yeah. you or something. Yeah, but it's a good um, point though. Like we, we, we literally say to our kids. I say to my kids because I usually am the one who puts them to bed. They'll say, "Can you come cuddle with me?" And I'm like, "No, I, this is you need to go to bed, and I need to spend time with mom." Yeah. And so, it's so, good for me to hear so that. just personally, um, for me personally, after I, after we had Benjamin. Um, you know, I, ha- I have a lot of uh, childhood trauma and things that I still um, am working through in counseling. But a big thing that was a big motivator for me was um, it, to start marriage counseling um, was I want to be I want to be a good I want Benjamin to have a good example of what mm-hmm. a healthy marriage is. Right. Um, and so he was a big he was like a big push and motivator for me, even when before we didn't have kids and I could just pretend like. Yeah. You know, we had a a good healthy uh, relationship. So like that, you know, maybe not the best reason why I started marriage counseling, um but you know, it it was also a good mo- motivator for me. So, um also when I was driving here, I was thinking about this, like I have a feeling that some of like this some of this question and and whoever asked the question it may not be it may not have been intended at all, but it made me think of like um just Things in the history, in past, and how women were treated differently, mm-hmm. uh, in and throughout history. Um, like I had somebody ask me one time, "Who do you who do you serve dinner to first, your husband or your kid?" Well, you know, they make I, their own plates. I'm like, that's uh, what you said. I don't even make them dinner. What are you talking they about? They serve me you know? dinner. <laughs> um, so I think that I think that sometimes that this um, from older generations can yeah you know, it can cause us. That's, to, a, that's a gross question. I mean, it's whoever gets their plate first, you know what I mean? Or like I try to, I try to set their plates down equally at the table. (laughs) So nobody thinks they're first, but I mean, you can see throughout history how women used to be treated as property. Mm -hmm. And so women had to put their husbands before their children. Um, and you know, it caused huge rifts in relationships and marriages. And, um, I'm, I'm hoping that that's not the, the, point of asking the question yeah. um i'm hoping it's a i'm hoping it's a healthier thing but yeah, i'm sure there are still relationships that are like that um sure. unfortunately um but it also made me think of that that question who do you serve first when you serve dinner that's a weird one it's i i always so i really struggle in the beginning of like who i i really struggled about this before because i always told you you're supposed to love your wife the most and mm-hmm. then love your children next and now i remember it framed that way and I remember being like, what if, what if I, like, that seems weird, but like, what if I don't, what if I love my kids more than her? And I would, like had some like stress about it. Um, and then realizing, like, like you said, the love is very different. It's yeah, very it's different. Yeah. And, and even, even like the nature of the love is different. My, the love of my kids is unconditional. The love of my wife and her love to me is very much conditioned, and it's conditioned meaning I know I've heard people say that they have an unconditional love for their spouse, and I, the reason why I don't believe that that's not true. Yeah, it's because the, like when I met, when I saw Claire at eleven weeks in this little ultrasound that I have in a frame still, when yeah. I saw Maddox and all, like you love them, they are yours. You it's worry instant, about them. They did nothing. It, it, it's they did nothing good or bad, right? Uh, and, and yet, yet you love them. Um, it's very similar what the Lord says uh, about about Isaac. Um, and so you you mm-hmm. have so but with with Julie, it wasn't that when I first saw her. It wasn't this. Yeah. Um, wasn't it, love at first sight, right? Jacob is what I meant. Do you but, have a, Do you have Maddox's ultrasound in the frame? I do. 
I, I oh. both are. I both are all shots in a frame. Oh, well, um, I thought maybe you didn't. I was going to catch you on something. <laughs> no. you're, you're a better dad than me. We <laughs> had this giant framed Maddox. picture of Bella, and like no, we barely even took kids. pictures of our other kids. Like, no, I I do have a video <laughs> of Claire's first two weeks, um, and I've told and I've told one of my biggest regrets. Um, both in my marriage, because it was stress in my marriage, and as a father, was that I was gone a lot during Max's first year of life, and um, I was just too busy. I had I had three jobs; it was too much. Um, and so the, uh, but but I remember him not long ago said, "How come you didn't make a video of me?" And I said, "Man, because I was too busy. I took pictures, but like I try to explain, like I'd already done it with your sister. <laughs> no, I said, it's just kind of." <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to just do it again. When when Julie was, I mean, when you're home and I had, I took off two weeks of work and then there was Christmas. I I literally had like four like a month off, and um from from teaching at a school and you know Claire was with Julie and I'm literally just sitting around like waiting to be called upon and I'm in there making a video when Maddox is born someone has to take care of Claire right and so mm-hmm. I was like man it just changed it was just different. That's funny I had a one year highlight <clears throat> video of Bella like her first steps her first <laughs> yeah, words yeah. like all that I did the same thing. Yeah. I, I, like, no baby book for you Micah. Yeah and Micah didn't get nothing yeah poor guy. Yeah, I know it's just yeah. the other day Tava came up to me and he's like dad um, I want to ask you something and he like sets it up real serious I'm like yes yeah, son and he's like I wanted to see if you would play Fortnite with me because Benjamin's dad plays Fortnite with him. Oh man! Yeah, so your son is making ultimately making me play Fortnite, and so I got down close and Tava looked him in the eyes and I said, "Benjamin's dad is a child." <laughs> That's what I told him. And I said, and "Your dad's a real man with a real job and stuff to do." <clears throat> oh jeez. Nah, I'm joking. I played Fortnite with him. I think I called you and you were playing Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so I love you, Fortnite now. Jason has a stream of creating a dads of Fortnite group so that, I'm gonna so that up, dads I'm are gonna like healthy in influences yeah, to yeah. the little boys and yep. stuff. I'm going to end up being in it with him. All the, all the little kids are like, hey, Benjamin, is your dad going to play with us this evening? So if, if this is someone who has the question, if they are in, <clears> in our local church, if not, I would love to talk more about that just yeah. to know kind of more what's going on. But if you're not in our local church, talk to your – I, I would talk to your pastor. <laughs> If you uh, need the contact information, I will gladly uh, give you Will or Jeremy's or Baker's. Baker's um, great to talk to and ask questions to also. It will actually I'm be actually, on the picture, your your I'm, mugshot picture in the, no, in the I notes. I made business cards, and I've been <laughs> handing them out all over town. If you need to ask anybody a question about anything, call one of these men. Um. Okay, so I think we're going to call it a wrap for today. We're going to save our other mailbag questions for next week. So, um, to our listeners, um, we will be watching. Why well, I don't know. I say uh, I, I'm only, I, we're going to watch 1946. We're going to watch 1946. Oh, I can't wait. I said why because I'm going to watch it too, just so that year. I can know how to. Sounds like it's a like World War Two. Right. I hope yeah. it's about Nazis and stuff. I'm, oh, my thoughts are Nazis are bad. Yeah. Yeah, you, I'll, and you I'll be back next week with... That's right. Oh, geez. Um, so we will be answering that question. We'll also be answering another question that was sent in. So um, thanks for listening. We hope you have a good weekend. <laughs> good weekend. I like how you drew that out. I was like... Well, I was thinking... It was subtly communicating. We hope you have a long weekend. Like, good weekend. <laughs> I had to think of what day it gets... It's started. like you were falling off a cliff. Have a good weekend. <laughs> thanks for listening. If you have any questions, submit them on the New Heights Church app, and we'll catch you next time. Watch for deer.